0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Local Podcast. I hope you guys had an awesome Memorial Day weekend. Today's episode 25. That's pretty awesome. We have hit a milestone number. I'm very excited about that. Um, throughout these 25 episodes, we have gone ahead and met so many awesome people in this town that are doing amazing things, and today's guest is absolutely one of those people. Her name is Angie Kaufman. She's the owner of O Sugar in Delmont, PA, and how she got started baking it's one of the sweetest stories I ever heard, and honestly, no pun intended. So let's welcome Angie Kaufman. Welcome to the Local Frontier podcast in three. Four. So today's episode, we've got Angie Kaufman from O Sugar in Delmont. Angie, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. All transparency. Uh, this is our second time recording this episode because <laughs> we're having some internet issues. Uh, we can't do the video. So this is like, this is what we got to do.
1: <laughs> okay. Sorry. It still works. It's fine.
0: Yeah. I'm happy that it's working now. But uh, so tell us a little bit about you, your shop and uh, you know, how life's going with uh, the Rona. Yeah. The Rona.
1: Um Well, life with the Rona is um, interesting to say the least, Uh, kind of through a wrench and things, but um, as far as like business and life goes just in general, but I mean, I feel like it has for everybody and just trying to stay positive about it and, and, you know, see the, the light in things in regards to it, but, uh, the O sugar shop was, um, inspected and open for business at the very beginning of January this year. So, um, I think it was like that first week, like January 5th or 6th or something like that. Um, and so I've really only had, Um, a month and a half, maybe two months to, to get any, you know, ground underneath my feet for, for this location. And then, then the Rona hit. Uh, So it's been kind of at a standstill in some aspects, uh, but to kind of give a little bit of a background on myself, I, um, I graduated from high school and then went on to college and I, college, I was all over the place. I uh, did a, my first semester at IEP and then decided that wasn't, it wasn't the school for me. So I ended up transferring to Washington Jefferson where I actually started out as early, like an early childhood education major and had no, not even a thought in my mind to, to bake cakes or, you know, bake for a living. Uh, and then I eventually graduated with a business degree from there. And, um, you know, I, I tried the the office job, corporate life, corporate world, uh, thing a couple of times. And you know, it's, it's great for some people that's where they thrive, but that just wasn't, wasn't the case for me. So my baking, I mean, growing up, I baked with my grandma all the time. Uh, she is a big baker of bread and, uh, Oh my gosh, her buns, we call it I'm Nancy buns uh, because her like her dinner rolls they're so good um, and I was the like the certified flour sprinkler spoon liquor cookie tester bread tester mm-hmm. uh, and it was I, I mean it was all the time and I loved it but never once thought of you know wow like when I grow up I want to I want to be a grandma and bake you know that that wasn't a a thought. So, 2012 rolled around, and um, is actually Easter. And my husband's aunt uh, passed away really suddenly, really tragically. And she had three young kids that uh, you know she lived behind. And my husband and I, James you know we had been high school sweethearts i was 16 he was 18 when we met and started dating and even though we weren't married at the time uh his family was my family and and vice versa so to see somebody you love hurt so much and not be able to do you know not be able to do anything about it or take that pain away from them. You know, you just, you, you, you kind of like feel lost and helpless in a sense. So what I decided to do was I teamed up with the dining services at W J, which is Parkhurst. Uh, so like the Eaton park people mm-hmm. and they graciously donated pies and cookies to this big drive that I wanted to do across campus and I supplied uh, just cupcakes. I mean they're literally just from a box. Nothing nothing fancy. I just I just wanted to do something to, to help. And you know, emotionally I couldn't do anything for them. But maybe financially if I could raise enough money, you know, help them with the the financial cost of his grandparents now going from having no kids in the house to three young kids. So, uh, I can't remember how long the drive went on for maybe a couple of weeks. Uh, but when all was said and done, I handed over enough, uh, money that each kid got a grand, um, to, you know, and it, and it was for whatever they needed. Oh, awesome. that's, that's I, awesome. Yeah. Whether it be, um, you know, this is Easter, so whether it be anything they needed for summer or school the following year or, or something, I just, I just wanted to to do something and be proactive in in some way, and so that's kind of where it all started. And after the bake job was over, people were still asking if they could purchase, uh, you know, to to help and. I said, you know, unfortunately, it's closed. But they, they were like, well, you know, could you bake me something anyway? And I was like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah, sure, why not? Okay. And uh, it just kind of it snowballed from there. So it, um, it's all self-taught. Lots of lots of hours and and in time into trying new things. I mean, it, it's evolved from box mixes to now from scratch and you know just like I look at my very first cake and I just I want to find those people and just apologize because it just oh it makes it makes me cringe um but you know but that's that's a good thing to to look back and reflect and see kind of how far you've come but it's you know it went into fondant and then into gum paste and then sculpted cakes and and all that fun stuff. And, um, actually I was just thinking about this the other day, uh, while I was still in college, cause 2012, I still had another year of college to go. And, um, I still had a part-time job at, you know, in Delmont and every weekend I would come home and, you know, Friday I would finish class. I'd, Drive up from Washington. I work my shift until nine p.m. and then, um, I mean, my parents, I I think they started to like really hate me there for a while because I was, <laughs> there like their kitchen is right underneath their bedroom, uh, and I would just James and I we would be up all night and I mean the process started at like nine p.m. the night before the cake was due. Um, and now that like, that makes my anxiety just like go through the roof, but we, we got it done every single time we were tired and exhausted and, you know, I, I could not have done it without, you know, James's help, but I just, it's crazy to look back and think that that's, that's how, that's how it started. And even before that, if I had an order during the week. Um, you know, I lived in a sorority house. I would just I bake in the sorority house kitchen, which was not pro- like not the most sanitary thing probably. I mean I I cleaned it, I scrubbed it every time I used it. But um yeah, so that's yeah. that's kind of kind of where it started and ever since then um it's it's kind of been like an on and off thing. I've I've had a really hard time uh telling myself that this is kind of like what I'm meant to do or what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, you know, my parents, my dad, especially, he's, he's kind of old school in that, in that aspect. Whenever I graduated from college and moved back home, uh, he told me that I could not make a living off of cakes, and I needed to go get, you know, a real job to pay my bills. Cause you know, I'm, I'm coming out of school with all this loan debt and all that kind of stuff. And um, like I said, I, I tried to force myself to do the, the corporate office job. And every single time I did that, I'd be in that office, you know, hating it and wanting to be baking something or, or doing something with, you know, that's baking related. So uh, it's, it's been on and off. Over the years, uh, you know, I, I would be committed to it, and then I, I would, you know, get anxiety about it and, and back off and say, you know, I need a break, not right now. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a, a handful of different names that I've, I've gone under. So, um, I think that this is kind of like the, the final stop in my bakery journey as far as you know the names go. Um, and now that I have a storefront, um, I mean, that that's kind of a game changer to it. You know, you, you have this space that you're now, you know, committed to. Yeah. And, um,
0: it's the real deal now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even though the, the Corona stuff has, his, uh, throwing a wrench in things. It's also kind of a blessing in disguise because I have kind of been using this opportunity to just kind of mess around with, with different things and different, um, different baked goods. And I mean, I've been doing primarily cakes since 2012. Um, You know, I've, I've started at the bottom now I'm here, you know, like the, the the sorority house kitchen to here. And, um, you know, I, I think I'm, I see a lot of other bakeries and businesses in the area that really have such a good, uh, you know, they're honed so well in on their specialty and what they specialize. And I kind of feel like, because I've been so on and off with baking, I haven't exactly found that yet. And I mean, one of the biggest wrenches that the Corona virus has thrown into things is, um, you know, my, my heart just, it lies so heavily in, in teaching people, um, that baking is fun. I mean, it's, I, I just, I think back on all the memories that I made with my grandma in the kitchen and how they've shaped me to who I am today. And I, I just, I want to pass that like that kind of gift along, um, and give people the the tools and the knowledge that they can go home. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love, you know, ordering cakes from other places. One, it's so much more convenient. Um, you know, you don't have to to take the time to to do it yourself. Um, but at the same time, you know, last last year for uh, James's birthday, my daughter Penny and I, mm-hmm. she sat on the counter. I mean, she was what? She was one year old at the time. She sat on the counter, and we oh, we made such a mess. But we made him um, a birthday cake. It was from a box. It was nothing fancy. It it looked like total garbage. Like I'm not even going to (laughs) lie, but I mean, it's, it's not, it's not always about that end product. Um, you know, it's about the, the memories that you make along the way. And it, I mean, it could be the ugliest, like worst tasting cake ever, but you know, there's just, there's so much more meaning behind, um, you know, taking that time to, to make it yourself. And two, with your, when you're baking with little kids, Mm -hmm. uh, they're so proud of it. I mean, uh, like they could find a rock in the driveway and it, it is the best rock ever. Like you have (laughs) never seen a rock like this before. And, and two, you know, as a parent, just to see the pride that they take in something that they made and they saw the whole process of it. Um, so, uh, stemming off of that, you know, I, I really wanted to use this space that I have here at the shop to teach classes and bring people in and teach them a new skill. Whether it's just you know people wanting to to get more involved with their kids in the kitchen, or people wanting to learn a new skill, somebody who you know is a teenager who has dreams of becoming a baker, and you know, you know, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself like a professional, but I know a few things that I can teach you, and if that's gonna help you achieve this dream and goal that you have, then come in and let me help you with that so
0: yeah. I think uh, it's awesome. I think that you know you've got a pretty solid plan for your space, and you know once we're able to get back to normal here, whatever normal's gonna be, yeah, I think it uh. I think it's going to be so much fun to like, you know, because I love to cook. I'm a huge fan of cooking like meals, but um, you know, put me in a kitchen around baking supplies and I am like I'm lost. I can't I can't do it.
1: Oh, yeah, but- see, I'm I'm the complete opposite. I, you know, James is James is the chef. He cooks. I um I'm not I'm not a fan of it and he like he loves cooking cuz you can just throw a whole bunch of stuff together and and make something and baking right. is lot more precise.
0: That's exactly uh, what I suck at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean depending on what you're making um you know if you whatever you're baking you could, technically you could just throw things together and hope for the best it cook. I mean it could come out great. Uh, you <laughs> never know. Yeah. Even I mean even with baking sometimes I mean um, there's been times where I follow a recipe to the tea and it, it still doesn't, it doesn't turn out how it's supposed to. So the other thing too, I think that's important for people to remember and, you know, might not be something so easily taught, but just to have fun with it. Don't let it get you frustrated. Don't, don't let it be this stressful, like chore of a thing. Um, especially if you're baking with you know your kids or somebody else you know the Christmas baking it's it's supposed to be fun and you know what if your cookies don't turn out like if your lady locks don't turn out how they're supposed to then you know that's something that you can kind of put in your pocket and laugh about for you know the years to come kind of thing
0: yeah no Uh, I like like the stress-free approach that you're taking that's that's kind of fun you know (laughs) like you know I, my hobby is also my job, just like you. So it seems like, you know, things are just like you. I mean, like things are way more relaxed when I'm out with my family and we're going on a hike and we're just taking a few photos or making a little video or something like that. You know, when we're doing it for clients, then, you know, one and two have to equal three or something is very, very wrong. Right. Um, You know, but when I'm out with the family and stuff and we're just like, you know, taking a hike and making a goofy video or taking some photos or something,
1: you know, it doesn't even
0: matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, I don't care about, you know, the best composition. I don't care if, you know, a little blurry here and there. I mean, it's just like, we're just having fun. That's what it's all about.
1: Exactly. And actually, when when my daughter was born, um, I decided that it was probably best just because I mean baking is so time-consuming I mean it it's it's so easy to have 12 14 16 plus hours into one small cake uh, and it, it takes a lot of a lot of time away from from things that you otherwise could be doing whether that's something you know an errand that you need run or uh, a picnic with your family and And I think that's one of the other struggles too that I've dealt with over the years is that I have passed on so many different family events to to accommodate orders and i'm I'm very much a yes kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I no is such a small, simple word, but gosh like it's it's so hard to say. Um, you know, especially when you're torn between, you know, really wanting to do it and also really wanting to do, you know, this other thing. Uh, So I decided to take a step back from, from taking orders and cakes and baking, because I mean, prior to having the shop, I was just baking out of my house. And so I started this other little Side hustle, if you will, the small business, and I called it sugar and sawdust because, and I had a blog, which blogging is really hard to keep up with. That's like a whole nother yeah. level of discipline, <laughs> I feel like. And but we had um, when my husband and I purchased our first house, we completely gutted it. I mean, we it it's not the same house that it is whenever or it was whenever we bought it, and. So he's very handy in in the building carpentry department. That's and all right. I, I wish that it,
0: was. <laughs> my whole family is my family owned a lumberyard and like construction companies and no I, way. yeah, I'm the guy that presses buttons on cameras. <laughs> <laughs> That's what.
1: Yeah. I, it I mean, it's um I don't and like I don't even know where he I know my father-in-law, he he did build houses there for a while. Um, you know, I think through schooling, he's a chiropractor now, but I don't, I don't know if that's where James got it, but I figured like, I, I wanted to think of a name that was a little bit of him, a little bit on me. So like, I'm kind of like the sugar aspect of it with the baking and the sawdust, um, you know, he, he's that kind of element. So I started this small business called sugar and sawdust and I started making aprons like kids aprons and mommy and me apron sets. And, um, then my, my goal with it was to then go kind of like trickle into, um, like little tool belts for boys, you know, to to get along with dads and, you know, help them out in the, uh, you know lumber yard if that's what yeah. you got, I'll help fix things and stuff like that and um i I really like it's really been on my heart to to merge oh sugar and sugar and sawdust together and um really make it um you know the the ultimate place to to come and learn and you know the the aprons the aprons are another thing that it it just makes it fun it's just it's the smallest little element Mm -hmm. to it but you know it in like like Penny she she loves her apron and you know she she it just it it adds a whole a whole new like pizzazz to it i guess and a whole new excitement especially for the the kids part of it. And um, so I think that that's going to be coming down the road. It's just a matter of, of when and how, and I think that that's another one of those blessing in disguises from this whole Corona thing that yeah. you know, kind of given the time for, you know, me and I'm sure other people and businesses to kind of step back and reevaluate things and, and, uh, give you a chance to take a breath and figure out like, okay, where do I, where do I want to take this? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to be? Um, so, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a totally, totally bad thing, but I yeah. am over the tasks. Like,
0: yeah, it, it's real tough. I mean, like, you know, in the beginning of all of this, I was very kind of, Weird about it. I was just like, mm-hmm. what? like, what's going on? Like, I I saw a couple people with masks on. Like, the first week they announced this, and you know, I was going to the store just like normal and just everything. And and I was just like on the phone with my mom, and I was like, "There's people in here with masks. Like, what? What's happening?" And she was like, "I don't know." She was like, "They said on the news that you don't have to wear them. Like, maybe maybe those people are sick or something." And I was like, "All right." Mm-hmm. And then like you know, it, it escalated and I got like super, super serious about it. Didn't want to leave the house. Um, you know, I was looking like a hazmat guy going into the store. I just was like mask gloves, anything I could do to just like, I'm, I'm walking past you. I'm not speaking to you. I'm not doing anything. Um, I was getting mad at people online that weren't taking it as serious as I was. Yeah, Um, Just like, you know, and, Slowly, over the last how many months we've been doing this mm-hmm. uh, I'm finally I think starting to land <laughs> and and I'm coming back down and i'm just like you know I'm at the point right now where it's just like I am concerned um, with people like you know my grandmother
1: um, oh, sorry.
0: She, she just turned ninety five years old uh, wow. and oh. she is yeah, yeah, I mean she's awesome, she is out in the world well before all this world doing her thing. She volunteers at the hospital five days a week.
1: Wow. uh, Yeah.
0: She's crazy. She drives a sports car. She's awesome. Whoa. Yeah. I mean like 95 to to her is way different than 95 to most people. Like she's like in her seventies still. It's wild. And uh, I'm so lucky to have that, you know, in my life. And I just, uh, so, for her, yes, I'm definitely worried. And I see how the loneliness
1: mm-hmm.
0: is really starting to affect, you know, or at least was starting to affect her. Um, because she had that, like, she had that, uh, you know, all her friends and stuff at the hospital. So she was like there talking to people and
1: right.
0: all of that. So we got her a phone and, and gave her some, uh, instructions on how to use FaceTime. So now things are good. But, um, yeah it's just like you know kids younger um I still think that you know it's judging by what the news says you know there's still kind of a uh you know a thing where maybe you don't want kids to be playing with each other and things like that but you know I'm starting
1: to calm down about the whole thing it's uh yeah yeah I mean I um I wouldn't say that I Never like didn't take it seriously. I mean, I, I we stayed home and, I mean, stayed home as much as I could. I mean, I really, I would come up to the shop where you know it was just me, uh you know, no other people or anything like that, and I would I would like look around, make sure no one was looking. at place all the handles <laughs> before I touched it, and like just in case anybody's out here in Delmont like licking doorknobs and you know. <laughs> You know, you never know, but I yeah. um, I I'd, I'd think that I am just trying to go through this, um, just being respectful of of the people who do have uh, you know conditions where they're they're compromised. I mean, my grandma she has COPD, right. um, and you know, I myself I'm you know twenty weeks pregnant now and. Uh, you know, luckily I have James, he's been going to the store and stuff like that. And I, I, I think with, when this all started, that was the longest I have ever not gone to Walmart. I mean, (laughs) there Like there have been weeks where I've had to run up there every day because I would forget something or something would come up and I would need something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I went a solid like month and a half without going. And it was so nice because I I hate Walmart so much. But but now I remember the first time I went and I pulled into a parking spot and I sat there and I waited just to make sure like this mask thing was real. Like Mm – are other people wearing masks? Because I don't want to walk in here wearing a mask looking like, you know, an alien with five heads and, right. <laughs> you know. Um, and I appreciate, too, all of the, the precautions and measures and policies that everybody else is putting into place to, to kind of facilitate the, the social distancing and, and just keep those who are, you know, at risk, oh you know a little bit more safe but it does drive me absolutely nuts and it's probably a good thing that we have masks on so that people can't see the dirty looks I give them but when they don't follow the stickers at Walmart like oh it just it drives me nuts and then you see the people too wearing masks but it's below their nose
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's my that's my favorite
1: Oh, it just, just—I
0: yeah, just shake my head.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know. Me too. It just—it drives me—it drives me nuts. I mean, I high high five for for putting the mask on and mm-hmm. an effort, but like, just wear it right. I, I don't. I yeah. don't know.
0: I think there's a whole thing out there that's like you know there's a half the population is like, well we're supposed to wear masks not to protect ourselves, but to protect other people. Right. I'm talking about like droplets and stuff. So they put their nose outside of it because, you know, they're not blowing snot on people. Um, so it's like, at least they cover their mouths, I guess, to prevent the droplet happening yeah. and all of that. So yeah, I'm learning a, every day. It's just such
1: a weird, a weird time in general. And yeah. it's so, it's so, I mean, not normal, And, um, you know, Penny's daycare is looking to open back up on June or yeah, June 8th. And they're talking about, you know, kids over the age of two have to wear a face mask. I can tell you now she's not like, she's not going to wear a face mask, (laughs) like especially napping. So it's just, it's this whole new thing that just nobody's used to. And it's like, like normal, what is normal? Anymore, there, you know, it's right. It's such a like a relative term, and really has no definition anymore. So I don't know. At this point, I think you know, for me at least, I'm just kind of taking things one day at a time, and yep. you know, and two, my heart goes out to the people who are also expecting, and you know, at least. With me, this is um, this is our second, and you know I've already had the privilege to go through pregnancy and prenatal care once, where you know you had the normal visits and you heard the heartbeat every doctor's visit, and my heart just aches for the women and the families going through this. Is their first time and, you know, they don't, they don't have that. Ex- like, it's almost like, I feel like they're being deprived of that experience. And, you know, we just had our, um, our gender ultrasound and, you know, James couldn't kind of come had to come by myself and, uh, you know, the people who the women who are already maybe, um, having to, to go through this journey alone um, and, you know, their family or their friends or their, you know, their prime support system. And, you know, even they can't come in and, and be with them. So it's, it's, my heart goes out to a, a lot of different groups and people through all of this, but, you know, you just kind of have to look at it as, you know, one day at a time, brighter days ahead. I mean, at least the weather's getting nicer and, you know, we can be outside more and, you know, go plant a garden or flowers or, you know, right. something like that's happening in the wintertime when we're cooped up inside.
0: Yeah. Well, enough of the Rona. Let's talk about your cakes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's such a hard conversation to have all the time because it's just like, oh, yeah. you know, I sit and I think about it and I'm just like, man, this is such like, the weirdest time in history ever. I mean, well, it's definitely so, the weirdest thing I've ever experienced.
1: I don't think that I've talked to anybody in the last couple of weeks without talking about it. I mean, how it's such a big right. thing, right? How can you, how can you not like, you know, but I mean, cakes are definitely much better than the coronavirus, Right.
0: For- hundred times better. I would say <laughs> at least.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: I did uh, I did. I had some questions for you. Uh, (laughs) Just like looking at like your Instagram account, looking at the cakes and stuff like that you put out the, I'm guessing the fondant cakes or Mm -hmm. the stuff that you're doing is like seriously crazy. I mean, it's (laughs) like, it's off the hook, like awesome, like super creative. Were you like a big fan of uh, the cake boss guy or something like that?
1: Um, uh, I think I was for a little bit, yeah just I mean, especially when he like he first got his show and everybody was watching him, uh but then there came to be other shows of people doing things like he does uh and there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of other people that I kind of follow along more. Like there's a, a girl that I've found on YouTube. Her name's Yolanda Gamp and she has a YouTube channel called how to cake it. And I, my gosh, I love her and she, I love her cake puns. I love her joke. Like, like I just, I love everything about her and what she does. And she, I mean, she's really the person that I, that I kind of uh, keep up with yeah uh, in in those kinds of terms and like she uh she's the one that i followed for like the turkey sculpted cakes any of my sculpted cakes i i kind of followed and mimicked what she did uh and i mean she's not only is she a great baker but she's such a great teacher too
0: yeah i mean like it's just the amount of skill that it takes to do this. Like, I'm just thinking about like you were talking about like you and your daughter making the, the box cake. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's like, that's my style, you know, like <laughs> I, I can make a box cake, but you know, even when I'm like spreading the icing on there, I try to make it look, you know, kind of nice. And yeah. like looking at what you've got going on here, like right now I'm looking at this Daniel tiger cake and it's just like, how is this real? Like, how do you how do you do this stuff? It's it's that, crazy.
1: <laughs> that actually was Penny's birthday cake for her second birthday. Um, she's obsessed with Daniel Tiger, and uh, we made the cake uh, the night before at the party. So she was sleeping; she didn't see it. And if, her reaction to cakes is the funniest thing. And I I don't know if I. I think I did post it somewhere, but I opened up the fridge and she, like she gasped (laughs) and and like, then she had to touch it. And I was like, okay, please don't touch. Don't touch it. Don't touch. Like, (laughs) and I slammed the fridge door closed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's all stuff that, and too, with baking, like you have to be willing to, to take some risks and make mistakes. And with that cake, I mean, what better cake to experiment on than your own kid's cake? Yeah. I mean, they just, a cake is a cake and it's going to taste great and, you know, uh, sugar. I mean, it's sugar. They're excited about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. First cake that I really did much of anything with. um, I have an edible printer, so that's that's the first time that I really kind of experimented with that fully for a cake. Um, And luckily, it it worked out great. Um, But there's also plenty of times where I've tried new things, um, not on like a an order for cakes, uh, but I've tried new things and it's just been like a total. A total flop, oh my <laughs> like the one time um, I think it was one of my first sculpted cakes, and uh, this because what what I get what you what you get, what most bakers get are a message of a cake they find on Pinterest
0: no, uh, yeah.
1: yeah hey, I want this cake. How much? and so you know you kind of uh, go through you know, the conversation with them. And and this cake was, uh, an elephant, like laying on the board and, you know, the body was sculpted and the trunk was sculpted. And I was like, Oh yeah, like that's fine. Seems easy enough. I can do that. And it just, it was for a good friend of mine and it just proportionately was just not, not quite there. Uh, so it's, it's just one of those things where you you try it and if it turns out great then that's great and if it doesn't then you know you keep working on it to to get it to where you want it to be yeah
0: it's 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 such a wild thing to like i mean to roll through your instagram to see like all the different types of things that you make i mean when cakes started to turn into uh like sculptures like living things they weren't just these round towers or square you know rectangles or something like that
1: uh-huh.
0: but the the first time i saw it was uh cake boss and i was just like uh-huh. <clears throat> i'm like watching this guy make uh you know some kind of like mountain range with like a, a landscape or something and i'm like whoa okay so he's putting like rice krispie treats on this uh-huh. thing. All right, that's pretty neat covering it with this like colored stuff and that's pretty cool and like it just like to me I was thinking like man there's nobody else in the world that does this and then all of a sudden it was just like not all of a sudden I don't want to say all of a sudden you know years later now I'm starting to see like you know even my my little cousin is starting to experiment with making shapes and doing like really cool creative things with her cupcakes and stuff. And oh, it's that's really awesome. neat to see like people doing stuff. Like I was looking at your the crazy cat lady cake that you uh, made. Dude, uh, like that is legit like do you consider yourself like could you draw? Like are you an artist in that respect? Like can you draw and paint and things like that? Oh no,
1: no. <laughs> no, I mean,
0: so like I, how I don't, what I don't understand is how, like if you can't draw and things like that, but how you're putting together these like amazing like sculpture cakes. It's so like, it's wild to me. It's so fun to like figure out like how, where the, where the break is because like, you know, maybe you couldn't draw that lady sitting in the chair with the cats, but you made it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it is weird. It's crazy. I I mean, I can draw like a good like stick figure and (laughs) uh, like I can doodle some things, but you know, uh, putting it on paper, it's such a different, I mean, cake is really an art like in and of itself. And um, you know, like I said, like I, I feel like I, like I've done cakes for so long, and not that they're not challenging, but like I'm almost like ready to like try like a new challenge with like another baked good. So like I'm starting to experiment with sugar cookies, and I just started, um, you know, painting like my mm-hmm. my drip wall at the shop. You know, Angie Shaw uh, came and helped with that, and she yeah. was really. The, the mastermind and I was her assistant. Uh, but I straight,
0: the three, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now I'm, I'm starting and like her and I, we've, we've been friends for a while and we would have craft nights and, you know, fun stuff like that. And it would just be all in good fun. But now I'm starting to kind of, uh, play around with painting on sugar cookies as opposed to like piping them. And I experimented with some like floral cookies that I just recently posted. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of going to be my next, my next like goal to, to jump over.
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw the ones that you made. Um, they were the, I think they were like scrubs and like for, um, like nurses and stuff. Yeah. Those th- those were awesome. I think that was the first ones that I saw. Actually, the ones that I really liked, the first time that I saw you were doing like any kind of hand-painted stuff. Yeah. were The sugar cookies. It said, stay the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. Those were so awesome. And that was like right at the beginning, like I said, where I was like, Real kind of like team serious about this whole thing, and when you put that out, I was like, Yo, I know that chick's on my team. Boom! <laughs> I it was awesome,
1: yeah. I mean, and honestly, too, like, um, I don't know, like, the I've seen them a couple of different places, but like the sugar cookies with just like subtle passive aggressive like comments on them, like, I think those were so so funny and hilarious. Oh, like yeah. that- to to stay home. Um, So, I mean, in practice, like, my handwriting um, in real life, I'm very precise about. Um, I'm very, like, anal about it. I need it to be neat. And if I write a letter and I don't like how it looks, I have to erase it or um, just start over. Yeah. Um, So I'm starting to practice. I've been using this time, too, to practice writing on cookies, which is a whole – I mean, it's a whole different realm. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it, but it's also, it's, it's a different category, but it's also right up there with those like sculpted cakes and those sculpted figures. Cause it's, I mean, it's a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you like, I mean, you really have to go into it with a mindset that, you know, okay, I'm going to write on this and it might turn out like garbage, but you know, that's okay. I'll just try it again. Um, and you know, it's important to, to try your best to not get frustrated with, with it and with the process of it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, like I've seen kind of, you know, we were supposed to do this podcast many, many months ago (laughs) and you know, (laughs) then, uh, something happened. I double booked an episode because I jumped on the wrong calendar and then uh we scheduled it out a little further and then mm-hmm. that was where we ran into the the coronavirus <laughs> happened that week yeah, and, i know you know you told me you were like hey i just found out i was pregnant and i'm like oh my god we can't do this episode <laughs> and i was i didn't even know how to do the show from home yet yeah at that point i had some ideas but they uh none of them worked um, and then, so we finally scheduled it again and here we are and we had to do almost two shows today because the first one <laughs> was so bad that, I mean, like the internet connection was terrible and mm-hmm. so it kept cutting out and, you know, we weren't uh, hearing each other. So it's just like throughout this progression, you know, I have followed you on social media channels uh, for a long time at this point. Mm -hmm. And I've just seen like all these really cool things that you're doing. I noticed that now you're doing donuts and you're doing Oreo cookie donuts, which are mind blowing (laughs) to me. I just want to like give up on the diet, eat every donut
1: that you've ever made. I mean, I don't, um, I don't track the calories and the things that I make. So I I mean, as far as I know, there are none.
0: There's no calories. Um,
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Um I it's God. not not something I market, but you know, diet
0: donuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean the um
0: Are you they, making cake donuts? Are those cake donuts or are they like yeast
1: donuts? Yeah, they're they're cake donuts. Okay. Um uh, and I I mean I love donuts. Penny loves it. Who doesn't love donuts? Um and I wanted to i i tried frying them. I think it was the pioneer woman's uh like classic donut recipe and i just i don't like i don't like yeasty things like I don't like breads and and making like that kind of stuff and um unfortunately a lot of the most of the fried donuts call for that um i it's a lot of time to pass to get it to rise. And it's, it's a pretty long process, but the baked donuts I think are just so fun. Um, and one of my friends on, um, on social media, she's been sharing these stuffed cookies and I was like, Whoa, that's awesome. And so I experimented with those for a while. And, um, then I was like, well, what else can I stuff? Like, could I stuff these donuts? And so I told James one morning, I woke up, I was like, I'm going to go to the shop and try some, like, stuffed donuts. And I was like, I'm going to try an Oreo, a peanut butter cup, a strawberry pretzel, um, and a s'mores one. And he's like, oh. God. oh. He's like, okay, well, bring, bring some home, I guess. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works out. And, um, and so, I mean, I, I try them. It, it's still – it's still like a a long ways off, but I feel like, I feel like too, I mean, since kind of coming back to the baking world um, and coming back as a baker, I, f- I f- have felt kind of lost um, mm-hmm. because, you know, you, 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 when you take those breaks, you kind of have to expect to lose your footing a little bit. And, you know, the people that, were, you know, maybe just starting out whenever you were stepping away are now a little bit more established than you are now. And, um, in, in a way it's kind of a hard pill to swallow and too, you know, I'm, I've kind of been all over the place with things. And like I said, just trying to hone in on like what I, like what exactly I want to, to specialize in. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because, I, uh, you know, you, you see other small businesses in the area, like really teaming up together and doing great things. And then you're kind of like left out in, you know, left field because you just, you know, you, people probably just don't know where, where you stand. So, right. um, I've been using this time to just experiment with different things, the sugar cookies and the donuts. And actually from, from doing that, I started, uh, you know, it's just at random, but I'll put together these variety boxes of recipes that I've tried through the week. And then I'll, I'll post them and like, Hey, if you want to grab a variety box, this is what it has in it. This is how much it is. Come pick it up at the shop. Um, and kind of using that and people's feedback with what's in the box is to, you know, okay, should I, should I work on developing these stuffed donuts? You know, it's, and these donuts too, what's weird about them is it's not like I was telling James, you know, if, if I were to continue to work with them and develop them, you know, I, I kind of market them as, you know, not your average donut, you know, because it's not it's not a it's not a breakfast donut. It's like a um like an indulgence kind of dessert donut. Um which I really I mean I I could just not be looking in the right places, but I really haven't seen anything like that in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have such a great local donut place, um, up on route 22. It's called the donut chef. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not, No. Um, but, and they actually, we just use donuts to figure out or to find out what, um, what the baby is. And so they filled some donuts with us with some colors and, um, but I just I think donuts are so fun. They're so they're so versatile, and um, you can do so many different things with them. And the baked donuts, um, you know, the ones that I've been making, aren't aren't like the the cake donuts that you would get at Dunkin'. I mean, they the ones that I'm making are are really more on the cakey side, right. which I make cake, so it it kind of it kind of goes hand hand in hand. So right. Um, but yeah, they're fun. That's
0: awesome. I mean, it's, it's really cool. The first time I think that I started the first time I've ever seen like a really, uh, kind of like uh, not your normal donut was, uh, when I lived in Lancaster and there was this place there called the fractured prune.
1: <gasps> and, um,
0: have you had them?
1: Yeah, we, um, I had them. I think there's one and is there one in ocean city
0: I have no idea. Uh,
1: I, there should, there I, should be
0: one everywhere. They're awesome.
1: Crazy. They're yeah. so good.
0: I mean, that was the first time like I saw some like really crazy ingredients on a donut.
1: Like yeah.
0: you know, I got like fruity pebbles on a donut and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And then it really
1: changed you know, forever.
0: Yeah. It was like they had some like Oreo ones or like cookies and cream, I think they called it something Uh, like that. And it was just like bacon on a donut.
1: And I was like, Oh my gosh, the maple and donut.
0: It was crazy. And I was just like, we, we, our office, our video studio was like right across the street from this place. So every time we would have a meeting, my boss would go in there and he would get like a giant box of donuts. And then, you know, people would come in, they'd have one and then they'd leave. And then there's three of us sitting in the office and we're like, well, guess we got to finish these donuts. (laughs) It was nuts. But I mean, that was the first time I've ever seen like, you know, kind of these off the wall with flavors and toppings and things like that. And to hear a stuffed donut. I mean, like, that's awesome. Like, how can you make a donut any better than they already are? Put shit inside.
1: I mean, I have, well, my my first job uh, was at the Dairy Queen in Delmarine. Actually, I still manage it over there. So I'm kind of, you know, juggling things. But I would love, like, I think an ice cream stuffed donut um, would be amazing. Like, if there was a local, like, um, like, not the soft serve, but like the hard ice cream. If there is a place, you know, and ice cream's kind of touchy because it's, you know, pretty time sensitive with
0: Mm -hmm.
1: heat and melting and stuff like that. But I just think that like a good, like ice cream stuffed dessert donut. Oh, it'd be so good.
0: That would be good. Were you, Uh, were you doing little gift packages during this time? Did I see that?
1: Yeah. So I, um, again, that was awesome. I, we
0: have a friend, we have a, uh, we have a, a mutual friend, Kayla Hepler.
1: Oh, yeah. I love
0: her. She's awesome. Love the girl. Been friends with her for a long time. And uh, I was sitting there and I saw that you had made a gift pack. And then a few minutes or, well, a few hours went by. And then she posted one and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. (laughs) And I thought like, you know, at the time I was just like, man, how cool is that? That, you know, you're down there doing your thing and you're thinking of other people and you're making food for people and like going to like brighten someone's day. I thought that was super cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I don't know. I think that's like, that's just the kind of person I am. I mean, I just, you know, looking back on how the baking thing started with, um, you know, James's aunt and, and their family and just, just wanting to help and and make a difference and, Then with, uh, you know, with everything going on, I know a lot of people are, are struggling and just having a hell of a time with just life and juggling, having their kids home and working from home. And, you know, if if they're considered an essential worker and, you know, dealing with the changes in their workplace. So, um, you know, I was thinking like, you know, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, I... I'm able to take this time and, uh, exp- I mean, I haven't, I really haven't had any orders and I'm not mad about that. I really haven't been advertising that I'm taking orders. Um, and I think maybe subconsciously I'm doing that purposely so that I can do things like this. But, uh, you know, I was I was experimenting with just recipes and I had all this stuff left over and I had this idea of, you know, at first it was, I have a couple friends who are also expecting and, you know, you give a pregnant lady a box of sweets and, you know, her, her, (laughs) you know, she might hide out in the closet to eat it all. Um, I would do. Uh, But yeah, I just, I just, I love the, the random acts of kindness and I love the, for no reason, just because kind of thing. So um, I- You
0: inspired me.
1: Started. Actually, uh-huh.
0: I did last weekend. Um, me and my wife, I told her we made the plan the weekend beforehand, uh, but the weather was pretty crappy. So last mm-hmm. weekend, um, I smoked uh, a couple pounds of pulled pork, uh, like 20 mm-hmm. pounds or something. And I went and did some deliveries and that all stemmed from seeing your post. I thought it was a oh, thing to do. That makes
1: my heart so happy.
0: Yeah, it was I,
1: awesome. I mean, my, and like, I think too, it just goes back to like my grandma and, you know, my grandma, Nancy, who is who I baked with. She, um, you know, we have a local library here in Delmont and she's always baking cookies for them to help them with this new library building that they're building and, uh, you know, she, she doesn't have to do this stuff. She doesn't have to bake these cookies. And a lot of times, you know, she's, she's very simple. They don't, they don't have a lot, but they have everything at the same mm-hmm. time. I love that. And a lot of times like our Christmas gifts or our gifts for occasions will be like a loaf of banana bread. And, um, I just, I love that. And, uh, you know, these boxes were just meant to kind of, uh, you know, like I said, do the, the random acts of kindness, try and make somebody's day. And I, I had sold a couple, I think. And I was like, you know, there's so many people who financially are, are struggling and, you know, what if they wanted a box, but decided that, you know, something else was more important. So it's kind of, um, you know, I'm, I, it's still something that I would like to continue to do. Uh, just because I think, you know, not to be like cliche, but like the the world needs more than, you know.
0: No, it's a hundred percent. I I agree with you wholly. It's just like, you know, it it was awesome to see that, to watch you do it, and I was like, hey, I want I want people to enjoy a meal because of me. Okay. So like I went and I know like uh you know, I've been smoking barbecue and doing barbecue stuff for a long time and mm-hmm. uh, my friends they enjoy coming and hanging out and all that stuff so I was like you know what this is what I'm gonna do and uh, you know it's, it's real easy to make a lot of pulled pork so that yes. was something that was like very easy to do and uh, didn't break the bank on this end and it yeah. made those guys pretty happy and I was just like all right sweet
1: Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, with my like pregnant ass hormones, like I'm starting to tear up a little (laughs) bit. Oh,
0: shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sugar.
1: So, yeah. Well, and so the Oh Sugar name actually is from my grandma Nancy too. She, um, when, you know, she, she's a a woman of God and, uh, swearing is not, not her thing. Um, and I, 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 I strive to be more like her because there's times where like especially now the penny is gonna be three, I really gotta start watching my mouth. Um, yeah. but you know, instead of saying something else, she if something happens, she oh sugar. <laughs> so it, um yeah, she I she really has been so impactful in so many different ways. Um of my life that, you know, some, I haven't even realized until now. And then the, you know, the other thing with, um, with having this kind of like giving, like, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, like nature that I have is, uh, and part of the reason why I've I've struggled with having a, a cake business and a baking business uh, for all of these years is that if I, like, I just, I just want to make the cakes and just give them away. I, um, and i thought about ways that I can do that. You know, the Yolanda Gant that I mentioned, she, she makes these cakes for the videos. She gets an income, uh, from the videos and then she can do whatever she wants with the cakes. And I just, I would love like, that's a, that's my dream to just be able to teach people how to make these cakes and then the end product uh, let me let me give it to the Lions Club or a church gathering, or you know somebody who's been in the hospital like their birthday or yeah. anything like that. And price um, like the, the pricing has always 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 been such a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i I hate uh, I, I hate it. I hate telling people a price for a cake. Uh, that is going to be uh, worth my time and the ingredients. I mean, I can't. If I were to go back and list all of the cakes I've done and probably how much money I've lost, um, it would probably be shocking.
0: Right.
1: Uh, and two, you know, I've I've kind of like in in combination with teaching these classes, I want to teach people too just how much goes into this cake. Cause when you order a cake, especially from a small business, you're not just ordering a cake from giant Eagle. I mean, this is a small business who, you know, their, their time and their skill set. it's time, you know, away from their family. It's just like it's when you're in the office or, you know, if you're videoing a wedding, that's time away from your family and you, you have to, you have to compensate for that. And, um, you know, the cost of ingredients and and all of that stuff. So there, there was one cake that I did, um, a couple of years ago, it was a Dr. Seuss cake. It was a first birthday theme. And, um, I got this idea of, uh, putting these like branches out into the cake and showing all of the ingredients that went into it and how much, um, you know, how much money it costs. And Mm. then how many hours, I mean, I think I had, like, ugh, I don't even want to guess. Like, some cakes I have, like, 35 hours into, um, you know, and, and yeah. people have a lot of stuff. There's so much stuff behind the scenes that people don't forget able- about that. Yeah, yeah. So, I think, I, not even just with baking, but with with any any skill or trade, like photography, you mm. know, you you see these prices and videography you see these prices on getting a wedding video or portraits done and you're like well you know a lot of people are probably like oh you're just following me around with a camera well yeah in essence but there's you also have to think about the time that you're taking to go through all of the pictures and edit them and processing And i mean i don't even know what all goes into it but i'm sure a lot um and I think that it's important for, you know, people to kind of, to remember that and, and just keep that in mind whenever they're going to support, you know, a small business or get a service or, you know, a product or something like that, um, done That that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it all factors into, into that price. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: To be honest, I think that's probably a great place to, uh, to stop right there. We, we hit the pause. Huh. We hit the positive and the shop, the shop local. I think, uh, I think we hit the uh, all the good parts right there.
1: Yeah,
0: very awesome. awesome. I'm like, I'm so pumped that I finally got to have you on the show.
1: <laughs> I know. I feel like it's been such a long time coming. Yeah. I told you,
0: and I feel bad because like this has this has not happened with anyone else. Everybody else, I'm just like, hey, you want to be on the show? They're like, yeah. We uh- get in the studio. We are on the show. We do it. One time, they get up, we shake hands, they leave, and boom, shows up.
1: Yeah, you, I for mean, some reason, that's
0: <laughs> you and I have had quite the life. experience.
1: Yeah, that's just my life in a nutshell. I feel like, and I feel like that's kind of why, like, I have such a like such a go with the flow, whatever happens, yeah. happens kind of like attitude with things, and you just kind of have to. Laugh about, you know, the fact that our first try didn't, you know, it wasn't great, it didn't really work that well. But I mean, right, yeah. This time around, it was great, and um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm just, I'm just glad that it finally happened.
0: Yeah, me too, absolutely. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody how they can find you on Facebook and your website and your location whenever that finally opens, Instagram, uh, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So I'm on, on Instagram as the O Sugar Shop. Um, and then aside from that, I kind of post both places. I'm also on Instagram as Um And then on Facebook, it's just the O Sugar. Um, and I think I will, that doesn't link to a website, but that's, that's about it. That's my my main locations. And then the storefront, um, like I said, hopefully I can start doing classes soon. It's right in Delmont along 66, uh, right next to the Delmont Dairy Queen.
0: All right. There goes Angie. I had a great time talking to her. It's really interesting for me to see how things evolve and how you end up in the business that you're in. And, uh, her story is so much fun because she never really planned on baking, but here she is doing it and doing it well be sure to check her out on all the social media links below and whenever this whole thing is over and done with and you feel like learning how to bake maybe you can check out her store out in Delmont and take some classes if you yourself or somebody that you know should be a guest on this podcast you should let us know by visiting the local724.com scroll all the way down to the bottom to the form and fill that out and let us know who should be on the show and if you're a good fit you're out there doing awesome things and propelling our community forward we'll throw you on the schedule we're getting real close to getting our lives back to normal and that is awesome i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i will see you next time